And now, from our studios in Kansas City, Sci-Fi For Me Radio is live from the bunker. everyone and welcome we are live from the bunker my name is jason hunt i am the editor here at sci-fi for me little bounce of music today kind of uh, a change in tone from the rest of the week right uh there's uh there's new developments in the activision blizzard situation uh richard hogue has a new video out uh, following up on what we talked about yesterday so go check that out. Good to have everybody here. We are broadcasting live to Odyssey, Facebook, and YouTube. If you are with us live, have your questions ready because we're going to do a fairy piss session today. If you are not with us live, if you're Memorex, you can still leave a comment or send an email with feedback live from the bunker at sofatforme.com. And I want to give a shout out to everybody who listens to us on various podcast platforms. And there are a lot of people who do that. And that number continues to grow. We appreciate that. And uh, here we go. It's just one of those one of those things, right? Because in in this day and age especially you know having some having some happy music sometimes is just the way to go because otherwise we go running and screaming off the off the deep end and it's just one of those things so let's bring in our guest sb the every fairy who has not been here for a while yeah good to see you now all right, good to see Keely Chow in the chat. Hey, everybody. Uh, and and if you will notice, we have now the capability through OBS to pop up people's individual chats. So we're, we're going to be taking advantage of that today. Uh, as you all bring your questions for questionable answers, then... Um, then we're going to be we're going to be doing that. So, SB, how you been? It's been a while since we've had you on. So, it has. I I mean, working as I go, one day at a time, probably <laughs> like everyone else. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those. Uh, you know, you sit there and and think to yourself, uh, how how do I get through the day? I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and he he expressed. A lot of frustration because the um, the way things are going nowadays, you know, he has any kind of a setback and it's just nothing's nothing's worth it. You know, didn't get the job, didn't didn't get this thing to go right. And just I why even bother anymore? And I try having, you know, I try to be able to, you know, reassure him yes you have value yes what you're doing has value and it's hard for him to see it sometimes but especially no, I, now I <laughs> it's, it's just one of those things where you sit there going how do you how do you convince somebody who is deep in a hole like that and you've got you know you've got your uh, <laughs> sci-fi stop says getting through the day alcohol uh, that's i guess that's one that's one answer <laughs> so, 
on a less destructive level, though, SB, what would you say to somebody like that? If they're just facing setback after setback after setback, how do you dig out of that hole? Well, the way I look at it is the only way to keep going is if you have hope, you know, and even if it's not a grand hope, even if it's something like at the end of the week, it like I take baby steps. I try not to look too far into the future because the, I mean, if you look far into the future, lots of times it does look bleak, you know, especially if you do entertainment stuff. But then again, it can turn around. Stuff has fallen in my lap, you know, that I have to do two days later, you know, that right. I had no idea was coming. And so you kind of have to not to sound like, woo, but like you kind of have to trust the universe that, something will come you know because it, it feels like something usually does yeah and and like i said and i break it up into small you know manageable goals you know, versus well and and features. that's and that's something that i've i've said to him before you know it's one of my one of my professors in college uh, was talking about in in terms of the creative process, but he said it applies to pretty much everything else. Life is a process. It's one plus one. One plus one is a process, and you have uh, you have steps. and And I tell him, you know, if you've got this goal out here of something you want to accomplish, backtrack and figure out what are the steps involved. If you go one step by one step by one step, pretty soon you're going to be closer, if not right at that goal. And you won't even realize that you've gotten there until you take a look around and say, oh, hey, I'm here. Um, well, and so many people are used to instant gratification and, you know, like, and, yeah. you know, I got it. But now it's, I mean, I was raised on, you know, you have to pay your dues and climb the ladder. And, you know, and I feel like, especially with the younger generation, that, okay, I graduated college. Where's where's my six-figure job? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm here. And nowadays, you know? <laughs> with with everybody wired into the internet so much, that that just exacerbates that. You know, I can I can look it up on Google, I can look it up on YouTube, I can look it up here, and it's just right there at my fingertips. I want everything to be that way. You know, life has to be me, 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 now, now, now. And uh, as you get older, you realize that it's not that much like that. <laughs> No, it's not. I was reading the comment. What's the fair equivalent of alcohol? Yeah. Well, why don't we do this? Why don't we? <laughs> why don't like... we show this in our new layout here? Uh, no, no, I'm not talking about him. Uh, Stob says, "What's the fairy equivalent of alcohol?" So here's our here's our new layout for the questions that come for the fairy. So uh, let's let's see what we can do here. So what well, is the the fairy equivalent of alcohol there as we? Well, I mean, alcohol actually generally works, but like we like everything sweet just because we're so sweet. So like, you know, the frou-frou stuff, <laughs> like I'm, I, you know, it, it's not strong, but I really like rum chata. <laughs> <laughs> Although that makes, that that does pack on the calories if you're worried about that. Yeah. You well know. Is there uh, is there equivalent for for sugar uh, a substitute? Because I know I know there's there's Splenda there's uh, right. there's uh, well I'm a sweet and low person. Sweet and low, okay. 
Yeah, that's no. the one that gives you cancer. But that's if you <laughs> eat your weight in it. I mean, that's if you eat your weight in it. I yeah. mean, if you're eating your weight in it, then I think you have other issues besides trying to make your drink sweet personally. <laughs> but I mean, I, I don't have the blue check mark. I'm not verified. So don't, you know. Well, see, and and that actually, in this day and age, probably uh, serves to recommend some of your advice because you don't have that blue check mark. Because some of those people that have that next to their names, um, it's, infuri- it's infuriating. I'm sorry. That's it's one of my big pet peeves. Um, because I look at people who are quote unquote social influencers, no. you know, and have all these followers, and I. I, I am a bit of a, a dingbat and I like to have fun, but I, I'm a, I actually do have brains um, in between my, my ears and wings and stuff. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and there are some things that I do know. <laughs> yeah. And, and even like, and I think I'm mostly pleasant um, to be around. I mean, we all have our days. Sure. I admit that I'm not perfect, but I'm mostly pleasant. And I'll look at these people and I'm like, what, why, why are people listening to them and following them and watching them? They're not even that funny. <laughs> you well, know, I mean, everybody likes watching somebody fall down every once in a while. I mean, yeah, yeah. I can't help it. You laugh. <laughs> but Well, the other, the other part of that too is, you know, I, what I get frustrated at with looking at social media is the fact that there are so many people that are so fully invested in what they claim to believe. Now, whether they actually believe it or not is is another another discussion. But they they get into this position that they take, whether it's political or medical or or faith or or what you know whatever whatever ideas that they have, and they're so fully invested in it, at least publicly, that they they give they give no quarter they give no room to have any kind of a discussion or a debate or or uh, why do you think that way well because I do you bigot and, and that's right. the end of the thing and a lot of them have blue check marks and it's like why should and I and a lot of you? them believe it because they say it with confidence that's what it, that's one of my you know like fake it till you make it if you say something confidently yeah. people generally believe that you know what you're talking about whether you do or not. That's just how the mind works. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Because, it, I mean, I've, I've gotten into, like, events and stuff, not maliciously, but, you know, they're like, what are you here for? I'm like, I'm the fairy. Oh, okay, go right in. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's all I've had to say. <laughs> for Comic-Con, for all kinds, you know, like, I just go to security, you know, like, no paperwork. Now that I've gotten to, like, wrestling events that i've covered and um like you know the sporting i went to the huge sporting goods show i've gone to a lot of places and i haven't asked to get in free but people are like what are you and i just say i'm a fairy and because i am and i'm confident about it (laughs) and they just you know let me right through you know Uh, by Stop has a question here. Have you seen the granny fall down the escalator with the shopping cart? That is funny. I have not seen that. Um, I have. N- no, I have. uh, haven't, haven't seen that one. So since I'm supposed to be goodness and light, I have to watch those clips like alone Yeah. because you know, if other people are watching me, I can't be like, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> well, and and you know, you talk about having to be having to be goodness and light all the time. You know that that public face. 
you know, I, this is a this is a con- uh, conversation that Mrs. Boss and I have had on a number of occasions. That that idea of having to be on. You know, I mean, you understand that, you know, being in the in the entertainment world where you have to be on the the persona has to be a certain way. And whatever is going on in the real world, in your real life, that all gets set put aside and you're on and and it can be rather tiring. I, I have a number of days myself, I'll admit, where I can feel the spiral is just right there getting ready to knock on the door. And I'm like, not today yet. Nope, not yet. Not yet. Just, just, you have to wait. <laughs> you yep. know, you have to the put that out. The show must go on, you know. But it's tough. It's, oh, it's every bit as, as tough as a physically demanding, you know, like heavy lifting kind of job. Because when I do my, my Twitch live stream, especially long nights, it depends, you know, on my crowd. But I mean, sometimes I'll stay on for three or four hours if, if they need to talk. You know, I don't mind. But by the time I'm done, like I'm done. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like I am done. Speaking of but, which, we'll go ahead and show people what this is, and and we'll put a link. Uh, I think there's a link in the show notes already. SB does have a Twitch channel where she broadcasts on the on the semi regular every night. Okay. Except for Mondays, yeah, pretty much every night. And uh, speaking of Twitch, uh, that's a that's a place where I can actually mention that we're planning to do a watch party for the Princess Bride sometime soon. So uh, be looking for that. So uh, SB, you're more than welcome. You're more than welcome to join us there. So uh, yeah, it's it is it is one of those things where if you've been if you've been in a depressive state for as for a, 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 in any measurable length of time if you're paying attention you know when to re- you know you can recognize those signs of okay it's coming what kind of things do you try to do in order to push that off i mean it's not sometimes for me it's just you know let's just dive into work and move through it but that's not an option for everybody all the time. So what kind of what kind of other techniques do you usually suggest to your friends and people that come to you and say, like, oh, today is just a lousy day? Well, for me, since I have my Discord and my stream, um, I try to be as positive as possible. And most of the time I can, I can make it through, you know, but if there is a day that's really bad, like I had a really bad last week and one day I didn't want them to see me that way. And so, you know, I messaged the discord and did a mass thing and just said, I'm not going to stream tonight. I know, you know, even fairies have their down times and you know, I love you all. It has nothing to do with you, but I'm taking the night off and I give myself up to 24 hours to wallow in misery. And that means I say whatever negative stuff, I I think it, you know, I sob and blah, blah, but I only give myself up to 24 hours. And then I snap out. Like, it's like, okay, you had your time, you know, like get it. I try to just get it out. And yeah, the, the residual feelings are still there, but sometimes it just feels good to feel bad for just a minute, you know? And 
Well, it's I, I can understand, you know, some people finding it cathartic, you know, they just go in and they have a good cry, whether they whether they need to or not at that immediate moment. Just sit down, let it all out, boohoo for a little bit, and then pick back up and say, okay, got that out of the way, let's move on to the next thing. But it, it's sometimes... I feel like expelling wait, well, at least uh-oh. some of that helps. Yeah. You know, like, okay. Mrs. Boss has some thoughts here. I'm just saying, and I admit, I haven't heard everything on this, but just listening to Mr. Boss talking about the good cry. Uh And I will admit, sometimes it's one of those things. One thing I have been told by other therapists (laughs) is that (laughs) when you cry, it releases and cleanses out toxins in your body that induce stress so part of the stuff that you feel inside those little pieces of you know non-fairy dust get washed out with the tears and that is why even if you don't need to cry but you do cry you feel much better afterwards yeah Okay, that's. And I'm an angry crier. Like rather than like want to go punch someone, I, I like I'll cry. And it's not that I'm sad; it's that I'm so mad. Right. You know that it's like that's that's one of the things there's, that I do. There's angry cry. There's ugly cry. There's uh, what's what's the other one that I've seen every now and again? But uh, yeah, it's it's one of those. I I I generally am not prone to crying myself i i i have other other ways of coping but for me it's it's less letting it all out as it just is more putting it aside and Mm -hmm. just okay there's nothing that i can do about this right so i'm not going to put a whole lot of emotional investment in this because i can't change it i can't control it i can't alter it in any way this this is just going to sit over uh-huh. here because something's going to happen and it's not up to me so you exactly. know i i have to i have to remind myself of the things that uh, for which aren't i have control and the things that i don't and i said you know what that you actually took the words out of my mouth i actually say that quite a bit like i mean when I say if it's something like immediate that happened, like mourn it then, you know? Um, but yeah, if it's something like, you know, like your computer blew up and you need, you know, like five grand to fix it, but you don't have five grand. Well, that really sucks, but let's think about something that we can fix (laughs) right now. I'm not saying bury your head in the sand, you know, like be oblivious, but just if you can't fix it, just smile and move on and be happy with what you can fix yeah. and what you can do. Major says, I was just typing all that. Ugly cries are interchangeable with other cries. They can well, be. Yeah, because it depends on how much you're crying. If you get the ugly, you know. Yeah. But he's having lunch <laughs> coming from a Texas Dairy Queen. Something to smile about. See? It, and it's just like you say. You, you look at the things that are a positive um, and, and, you know, I was talking to my, I was talking to my kid the other day about, um, some of the different ways of coping. And, you know, I said, I, I told him, I said, you know, one way to avoid being negative about a thing is to see, you know, and I, and I even suggested, you know, make a list of the things that are going right. 
you mm-hmm. know, things for which you can be grateful and focus on the positive. Because it's, it's something that you have to get into the habit of. We're so yeah. used to complaining and griping. I mean, the, the social, social media feeds that anger and the mob mentality. And we're, we're angry about everything. We're frustrated about everything. And you get that, you know, you get those endorphins that pop off over the negative things that get reinforced. You have to retrain yourself to sit there and go, okay, I'm going to be positive. I'm going to get, I'm going to get my endorphins from the positive things, not necessarily likes and retweets and all of that. But, right. I, you know, I have a roof over my head. I have food on the table. I have friends. I have family. You know, those kind of things, the things that are more substantial, that are more meaningful. And, and it's, it's that, you know, you got to program your attitude. And sometimes if, if you're feeling particularly mean, I like to nice people to death. That's how I'm mean to them <laughs> is I take away any opportunity of meanness that they have, Yeah, you know, like with trolls, especially. And I let trolls in my Twitch stream and my, my moderators, um, they, they know just not to do anything unless they attack other chatters. That's different. But you can attack me. I don't care what you say to me. I don't have any censors on there. And I just let him go. I let him go. And then, you know, I say, well, you know, I'm really sorry you had a bad day. I won't say anything mean. Drives them <laughs> insane. Well, and, and you've, told me, you've told me before that you've even won over a few of them by doing oh, that because you, eventually, you wear them down. I mean, it might take me 10 minutes, but like, you know, like I let them just spew that hatred, hatred you know, that vitriol because it doesn't affect me because I know it's not me. Yeah. They don't know me. You know, I know it's not me. You can call me fat. You can call me ugly. You can call me old. I don't I don't care because I don't really feel that way. You know, <laughs> so like, go ahead, get it all out. And then I'm like, you feel better. Yeah. My you grandmother, know? my mother's mother had this attitude. You know, she she was one of those people who epitomized and personified. You're only as old as you feel. And yeah. mentally, you know, she. Physically, she lived to be in her 90s. I think she she was 95, I think, when she passed away. But never did her attitude ever become, I'm old, I can't. You know, it was, right. you know, she was always active and up and doing things. I mean, they, they bred uh, poodles and chihuahuas for a number mm-hmm. of years. And, and grandpa was out in the garden and all of these things. And they were constantly on the move and, and doing things and doing for other people and doing for family and, 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 and socializing and doing that kind of thing. Whereas my father's mother, my other grandmother, was old when she was a kid. I mean, it mm-hmm. just it's all it's all mental and and everything that everything that determines how you interact with people comes from inside. It's like scripture says, you know, wherever the heart is, that's where the mind and the tongue is going to go. You know, you have, everything is motivated by the internal mechanisms and you got to find ways of, of making that lighter, more well, that's positive, almost also a, a core of, a, it's part of the core of, of who you are. Are you, you know, deep down, a, a more negative, you know, pessimistic person, or are you a more positive person? Now you can work on changing either way, you know, but like at your core, I am, I am more of a happy person. I'm not happy all the time, yeah. but you know, 
it's uh, like sci-fi sci-fi ah. says when you allow trolls do, what about ogres are other fairies okay with you associating with trolls well i mean you know first of all i'm not home so i live on my own i make my own rules um <laughs> i actually had a couple of of ogres that i mean they called themselves ogres when they came in the other night but they were perfectly lovely and and they came back they were from south america um you know they yeah. they tried their most people try a little something to try and shock me but you know nothing really nothing shocks me people are like oh something no no nothing shocks me anymore i usually overshock them and that's how they stay but yeah i've had i have I have someone who calls himself an attack helicopter. I don't know why, but he says that for two years now, uh, seriously, he's been like, I identify as an attack helicopter. Well, all right, you know, like I'm waiting to, to I'm waiting to meet somebody <laughs> named Sherman who identifies as a tank. There we go. <laughs> I haven't I'm I haven't run across that person. They just haven't found me yet. Yeah, they can't find me because of that. What's her name? I'm not trying to. I'm not speaking ill of her, but the red-haired chick who does ASMR and is always in the hot tub and is really pale. And oh she's like one of yes, the top A- you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, amaranth. Yeah, 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 yeah. I always forget her name. I don't know why I forget her name. I really, I don't have anything against her. Like, if you, I mean, if that works for you, like, you wouldn't want to see me looking like that. Yeah, I'm being perfectly honest. Like, we, we, uh, we. We joked about it at one point about doing an H2O hot tub edition, but I just, I, I just, I just nixed that whole idea. Just put together a bunch of, of stock footage of empty hot tubs and said, okay, there you go. There's our hot tub stream. And, and now we're done. I have a kiddie pool, so. like a plastic kiddie pool for the pig. Yeah. And I thought about doing a stream of me in one of my sparkly like onesies with the pig in the plastic <laughs> kiddie pool. You know? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of trolls, Eastland's got an opinion here. They want to cheat you out of or steal something of yours. Yeah, uh, if you give it to them, you know, it's basically, you know, if you if you let the trolls get to you, I'm I'm I'm, I'm inferring from from this. Right. You know, you let them win. You give them whatever reaction it is that they're fishing for, and. If it turns into something negative, then they turn around and start crying about it. There's a there's a, a a meme that goes across. You know, you get somebody who's flinging flinging the stuff over the fence, and then when it starts coming back on them, they cry foul and they're a victim. And it's like, well, you know, if you'd kept your mouth shut to begin with, if you can't if you can't what stand the heat, you know, get out of the kitchen. Yeah. Because uh, and see the thing is, I'm not even mean. Is like and I and I don't kick them out of my stream. Part of their goal is to get kicked out so they can move on to the next person that they see that they think looks innocent. Because I look innocent, you know. And then you know I'm like a freaking like black widow. You come in and you know then I you know mentally like dismantle you, but like in a positive way. Um. <laughs> but even on TikTok, because you know my back in the beginning I started it because my agent was like you need to so i did and i've gotten really good at it i mean as good as i guess you can and without having a crew or anyone to help me and i just do it for fun for creative stuff you know mm-hmm. so obviously i'm not tiktok famous i think i just cleared like 3020 something followers you know which wow, on tiktok is nothing that's, that's but i mean that's, good. on tiktok that's nothing well, you know. still though, I mean, it's a it's a significant count for for anybody who starts at zero. I mean, Sorry, my dog's behind me. I was <laughs> like, 
but yeah, that, I mean, it, it takes, but I have uh, almost 100,000 likes. I have like 93,000 likes. Meanwhile, if you go to people's pages that are all about, you know, getting followers, you know, who have like, you know, 10,000, 20,000 followers, you'll look at their likes and they have less likes than I do. Yeah. So my only, my only, you know, if you're going by algorithms, it's like people really like what I do, but they hate me personally. <laughs> you, you know, like I, the way I follow people is if I see something I like, I, I go through and I'll watch three more random, you know, videos that they do. Yeah. And if, if they're consistent, you know, cause I believe in consistency. I feel like I'm pretty consistent. I have a style, you know, and it's not just a one-off Then I follow them, you know, like, that's just how if, if they're interesting to me, I follow them. I don't just, you know, and I used to follow everybody back. But then I just started getting all these children. And I'm not talking like teenagers. I'm talking like like six year olds, like missing teeth. Like oh. I'm like, how are, how are you even operating this phone right now? Like, you know. Yeah. Well, and and really, you know, you look at the terms and, you know, the terms and conditions of all of these social media platforms and they're all sitting there going, you have to be 13 to have an account with us. And they use their I'm parents' like, phone. How, well, I mean, how are you? How are you even able to police any of that anyway? Because you can't. You can't tell. You're there's 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 no. The algorithm hasn't figured out that part yet. I don't think. Nope. I don't know. And people can use. I also don't accept people who don't put a, an actual picture as their avatar. Yeah. Like if they leave it blank, or if they put like a cartoon character. Because, like, you know, chances are if you click on there, because I do give them a chance. I click and I go into their page. And if they have no videos or the only videos they have are of them playing a game, then I don't follow them back. Yeah. We've because had... I, I do watch people, you know, and I don't want that clogging up my feed. Does that make sense? It does. And we've had uh, we've had some of that with... Uh, Chinese... Asian bots that have, you know, gotten into our comments section and, you know, they're, they're feeding us links and, and, uh, spam bots and, and that kind of thing. And I'm like, well, we're going to block these people. No, normally I don't use the block process right. anywhere really because, you know, okay, you're, you're going to be the way you are. I'm not going to respond to it. Right. Uh, but for the spam bots and stuff, then yeah, generally I'll I'll use that. But uh, it's just you know, there's a lot of work involved in avoiding people, and it's not worth the effort. I don't think you just don't right. engage, and and eventually they go away. I guess. The only time I engage is because I'm pretty good at picking my battles. But if it's something that just, there are just certain things, you know, yeah. that irritate me. Or if somebody accuses me of something that, that I'm wholeheartedly not, you know, that they clearly didn't understand. Because I use a lot of satire, which means that I will, you know, overly play the part of what I don't agree with to show how silly it is. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And apparently I'm a really good actress because people believe me. <laughs> this happens a lot. So, <laughs> so then, you know, I have to, I mean, I don't have to, but I, I'll, I'll do the thing where you can pull up a comment, you know, you can do that and then do a video 
and, you know, talk to them about it. And I make it silly and lighthearted and I don't say anything mean about them, you know, but sometimes I feel, and I know that they're kids. I can tell by the grammar. I can tell they're probably teenagers and they're bored. So I'm not super harsh. I know that they're probably sad, but I also feel like if they're going to grow up to be decent people, you know, maybe they won't listen or pay attention to me. But, you know, I remember back being, you know, in high school and stuff and, and weird things sticking in my brain. So yeah. maybe I'm a weird thing that can stick in someone's brain. Well, speaking of that and speaking of uh, algorithms, we're going to stick this in uh, Google's brain. We're going to take a real quick break. We're going to be back with more conversation and questionable answers from SB the Every Fairy on the other side of this. Stand by. This is Sci-Fi for Me Radio. Sci-Fi for Me is about to take you on an incredible journey into the realms of science fiction, fantasy, and horror. Interviews with writers, filmmakers, artists, and actors. Conventions and fandom. Previews and reviews of movies and television. Sci-Fi for Me is working to be the most popular science fiction magazine in the solar system. Subscribe now and enter the fantastic world of Sci-Fi for Me, delivering the multiverse since 2009. Back live from the bunker. A quick programming reminder uh, that uh, coming up this weekend on Saturday, 1 p.m. Eastern, Mr. Harvey and Mrs. Walker here for another discussion on foreign bodies. This is the last one of the year. And then they're back in January. We're going to take a break on some of our shows here in the next few weeks. And also on Saturday, as per usual, in the morning, 11 a.m. Eastern, Good Morning Multiverse with the week's headlines. So uh, tune in for that. And uh, meantime, have your questions ready. SB the Every Fairy is with us today. We're doing a little fairy piece session. And for those who are, are not familiar with the how therapy works let's let's explain that for just a moment how did you get started doing this kind of thing well i i actually do have my degree in psychology um and i'm i'm you know i worked really hard in school and i also became an actress and you know at the time it was like follow your dreams so i did the really stupid thing and followed my dreams and became a union actress I'm just kidding. I, I'm, I'm glad that I did. Um, but my psychology degree has been extremely useful. And I've, especially with live streaming and through all the COVID stuff and being, you know, it, it trapped, basically. Right. Like, I've come across a lot of people who have no one or for whatever reason. And I, I always direct them to a professional. You know, I, I, I you know, I'm not a professional, but, you know, I'll give them... I'll try and help them come up with steps and because I have a lot of people who, you know, have autism or Asperger's or, you know, severe depression, bipolar disorder that come to my stream too, you know, and I also, I'll do private chats with them because I mean, if they can't afford therapy, then maybe I'm the next best thing just there to listen to. Yeah. And if talking to a fairy is easier than talking to your friends or your parents, then that's fine. Do you ever get a side eye from family? No. 
No. <laughs> no. I, I was I was a happy accident from birth. So basically everything I do is kind of a happy accident. Yeah. Like my mom thought I was the flu for three months because she had thyroid cancer and radiation. And they just told her like back in her 20s that she couldn't have kids. And at 37, she thought I was the flu for a while, <laughs> you know. So and then I mean, she was happy about it, but I was her only. And you know, she lived without children. So she basically treated me as a mini adult and I, I grew up as a mini adult. So mm. I, I always say, she said I was born 30. So since I'm 36 now, I'm mentally 66, <laughs> you know, and that's why I have a lot of older friends, I think. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm 51 and I, I don't know, Mrs. Boss, where do you think I would say be mentally here now? 75, 80? I mean, grumpy curmudgeon is, is what age group? Um, because You don't I'm, have to be grumpy. Look up Iris Appel on, on Google. That's who I will be when if I make it to that old. <laughs> Iris Appel. If you see her, you'll be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> let's uh, let's open up the chat. Uh, the, we've had a few questions uh, so far. If any of you have questions for uh, for the fairy here, uh, in the way of mental and emotional health, why don't we why don't we just do a round here of uh, of various facts questions. about animals? I know it's scary a lot about animals. <laughs> well, you've got what three <laughs> three right there with you at the at the moment. Uh, you've got the. I Actually, right now I just have one cat and one dog, and the pig still hasn't come in. I'm surprised. And then the other cat might be outside. Right. But his the... little sister, this is Daisy. She actually, <laughs> she's 14, and she went blind. Oh, okay. In the past like six months, so I bought one of those hoodies with the the big pouches on the front, like for animals. They're kind of joke hoodies, but I use it for real. And I carry her around like a deranged kangaroo. I just have my blind cat in my, you know, zipper pouch. Because it fits. It's made to fit a cat or a dog. Sure. And so I just, you know, it's a hoodie and it's got ears on it. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wander around. I do laundry, you know, like. <laughs> with it. With my cat hanging out there. Cat like, in the pouch. Huh? Yep. So how often do the do the animals figure into to fairy appearances out in the real world? Do you take them with you a lot, or is it just kind of sporadic? Well, I haven't been out in the real world in, well, there's in a that. while, yeah. you know. Um, the pig used to. I would probably have to re slowly reintroduce, you know, because it's been a while. Um, but on stream, they're they're with me every night. I mean, there's nothing I can do anyway. Yeah. So I, I usually have at least two of them somewhere with me. Do they have a close? Like right do they have their own close-up <laughs> camera? No, I know I need I need to do that. People have said I need to get Dashel his own his own cam, get a dash cam. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, and, and I would see I would see that where if you have a dash cam, you put the camera on Dashel. Yes. Yes. And, That's and, what, you know, like a GoPro or something. Yeah. Exactly. Like, like his point of view. Where is he in the in the in the house it would actually be entertaining because he goes out in the yard too and he talks he constantly talks yeah it's, it's a herd behavior so he wants to know that you're nearby so you just be hearing oh, 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 like all the time. <laughs> we don't have uh we don't have any of the of the animals that do that but um the miniature pincher uh penny she's yes Five, I think five. She's five, and has to be 
uh, pay attention to me, pay attention to me, pay attention to me. And well, she was in my lap when I was over there. Yeah, well, and anytime I'm having any kind of a conversation with Mrs. Boss, you know, Bindi and I will be sitting there talking, and Penny will be right in the middle. And she's like, don't forget me, I'm here. And she's leaning up against one or the other. Most of the time she's up against Mindy. And she's having to remind you that she's there. And, and anytime we get, you know, if Mindy and I get face to face, like, you know, here, she's right there. She's like, don't forget me. Don't forget me. Don't forget me. Pay attention to me. Pay attention to me. So it, it's, it's one of those things I have to get used to because I've never had a dog like that before. Sometimes well, it's charming. All of my animals are like that. Yeah, it can be endearing <laughs> at times, but those times are not very frequent. It's just like, stop it, dog. Uh, yeah. I have to get, like, even if it's just to go, because my treat is like a sweet tea every now and then. So mm -hmm. I'll run up to McDonald's and get a sweet tea and a plain hamburger. and Because he gets stressed, too, and wants to get out of the house. So we'll go for a quick car ride. And he gets his puppy burger, and then I get a sweet tea. Yeah. Now, Alfie likes to go in the car. He'll he'll get up in the back window and just lay down and just watch the watch the world go by. Um, Penny's not so much a car dog as that. Um, but, yeah, it is it is interesting to see what kind of behavior they exhibit. Because it's it's not, they're not entirely like kids. But right. it does give you a little bit of practice in dealing with certain personality types, I find. Because, you know, Penny being the attention hog, pay attention to me, pay attention to me. You have to learn how to manage that. And at times, you know, I have, I have a thought that, well, you know, if, if you've got a person like that... You know, maybe this is practice for when I run into that type of person out in the out in the real world a little bit. I agree. No, I mean, and pigs, I, I mean, on the hierarchy of like intelligence, it's like human apes, dolphins, pigs, dogs, like and they say, you know, they have the intelligence of a three to five year old mm -hmm. because they do. They are cognizant. They they learn. They know their names. They know. I mean, you show them something once. If they want to learn it, they learn it, you know. If they yeah. teach themselves, even better. Because they don't forget. It's not like, you know, with dogs, you have to, like, review. You know, I'm not saying dogs are stupid. But, no. If Dash learns something, he knows it. So, like, if he learns how to open a, a cabinet, guess what? We have to child lock that cabinet. Like, <laughs> it's... <laughs> he's, he's, he's scary smart. Yeah. We had, you know, we had a guest in the house here for the last couple of weeks i guess we had a mouse in the kitchen ah. and could not figure out where he was getting to the various different you know how he was getting around and we every now and again we'll find oh well here's a hole let's cover that hole well here's another one let's cover that up finally caught him last night and and put him out in the in the back 40 in the woods uh, so he's got to go fend for himself now but it, it was it was one of those really irritating things because you'd hear him and we almost caught him a couple of times, and, but he's really wicked fast and and you know little itty bitty tiny yeah. thing. But oh, got into I mean, we have everything. chipmunks in the basement and the wall. I think they've infiltrated the walls now. Something oh, yeah. has. I don't know. H.P. <laughs> Lovecraft wrote a story called "The Rats in the Walls." It is one of the 
one of the most effective psychological horror stories that I've read in gobs of years. I, I highly recommend it. It's a short story. Um, yeah. But it's about a, a guy who, <laughs> who inherits, you know, he inherits the house and he keeps hearing noises in the walls and eventually it's it's not really he thinks it's rats in the walls but it's a little bit more than that and it slowly drives him mad so i mean it's it's a kind of like the yellow book. wallpaper where she sees if you've ever read that short story no i have wallpaper starts moving it's about a woman with mental illness and her husband locks her in a room basically mm -hmm. and she sees the shapes on the wallpaper moving and you know it's yeah. her slipping into madness when when you see on television or or you know, read in stories Having the psychology background and we talk about, you know, different characters that have mental health issues or emotional health issues and how that's portrayed. I know Mr. Harvey has complained a number of times. It's a big bugaboo of his because Hollywood generally tends to get it wrong. Um, and, and there's a lot of shorthand. There's a lot of hand wavium. How... How much progress do you think we've made? Because, you know, it's it's a lot easier now. Well, I say it's a lot easier. It's somewhat easier now for people to discuss those issues out in public. And like you say, you know, sometimes you don't have anybody to talk to. You can talk to a fairy. There, there are things online. You know, there are a number of people online uh, who have people in their audience, people in their viewership who will be in that position where you're the only person that they can talk to. But do you, has it gotten any easier for those conversations to even take place? Is the, is the mental health stigma still something that we have to, to worry about or is it easier now? I mean, I think it's, easier now but maybe not in the way that we want it to be i think it's easier now because everyone gets offended so people have to pretend that they're okay with it even if they don't understand it yeah you know like they have to be nice basically in public and the thing for me is i'm so used to it like i can identify it you know and it doesn't bother me but you know you get a lot of people who social skills you know they don't know what what to say or how to say it and so sometimes things will come off and people think that they're being a jerk or you know and it's that's not the case it's just they're stating what they see or you know no. and it just comes out <laughs> has there been because a lot of people you know there's more there's more adhd type of thing you know we hear conversations about there's so much more mental mental health problems now how I don't know if there's more. I just think more are being diagnosed. Well, is is it is it more that it's being diagnosed or it's in some cases, and I'm not going to say in all all cases, how much of it is people assigning themselves a label and saying, oh, well, it's just my autism. It's just my ADHD. Whether Whether they actually have that condition or not, sometimes it feels like people use that as an excuse for for behaving badly and that's another one of my pet peeves is especially like on on tiktok and stuff you know though people and they make they make so much money just by crying i mean i'm like how can you i mean i get depressed i have depression i'll i'll admit it 
And, yeah. you know, I take antidepressants, but you know what? Like, I can handle, you know, there are days that suck, but I, I'm not on TikTok crying, you know, like, you know, either live or making videos. Like, please donate to me, blah, 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 blah. But, but everybody does it. And, and, you know, and I don't have a colon anymore. You know, I'm in pain a lot. I have to go to the doctor, but I don't sit there and complain about it. I don't make videos about it. You know, I'm there for people who have Crohn's and colitis and I talk to, you know, to them about it because, you know, sometimes it's an embarrassing subject when you used to poop your pants all the time or if you still do poop your pants all the time. <laughs> you know, I'm not afraid to admit it. But, you know, it's just when you use that as a crutch, I think that's cheating. Yeah. Well, and, and the other part of it, too, is, you know, how how can you... How can you sit there and you complain about other people and then try to excuse your behavior when you're behaving just as badly as, as other people? But then, you know, if, if you've got the platform and you're behaving this badly, aren't you contributing to the noise so much? I mean, you, you mentioned not doing the crying on TikTok, and, and I would imagine that by extension you probably haven't done the the screaming Mimi reactions that we see, you know, these women in cars just blowing a gasket over the littlest things. And a lot of it has to do with politics. A lot of it has to do with, you know, the social engineering that we're, that we're dealing with now. But I'm thinking, how, how are you a balanced person if you're doing this kind of thing? This doesn't, this is not a good look for people to, to, to do that. I mean, if you're, if you're rational and you're going to make your case and you're going to present some information, okay, fine. You give me something to think about. But if you're going to scream at me for three minutes, I'm, I'm, I'm checking out in the first five seconds. Right. But a lot of people don't. A lot, and it, that's what I mean by the blue check mark thing. And like, people listen to that, and to, it just boggles my mind because to me, it's either just annoying or it comes across as as fake. You know, like. Like how how low are you to to lean on a disability or something and and almost lessen the importance of that condition that people have, you know, because of the way you're behaving. Yeah. You know, you're you're making everybody look bad because of of this, you know. Yes, and 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 yes, uh, sci-fi stop. I do try to make logical sense of human behavior, and I know it's a it's a it's a it's a vain attempt. Uh, you know, I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to succeed all the time. Uh, Robert says we need a spiritual awakening. I think that's one of the things that I've talked about before. This this need for people to believe in something, um, because uh, whether it's whether it's faith in God or or you know a humanistic type of point of view or Buddhism or whatever else. We've gotten into a society, uh, I think, where as, as a population, we have been encouraged to not have a faith in God, to not have a belief system so that it can... Because people are made to, to have a belief People are made to believe in things. Whether you believe in yourself, you believe in your organization, you believe in your and your in your in your family or whatever, 
you know, believe in God, believe in the institutions that we have, the Constitution, the government, whatever. And it almost feels like we're in this position now where there are so many people who have turned away from any kind of religious faith or a spiritual faith that they're going to believe in any next best thing that comes along. They're going to believe in socialism, uh, uh, communism, progressivism, governmentism, statism, whatever, you know, fill in the blank there. I'll believe in Justin Bieber because I got to have something to believe in. A believer. Exactly. Does that, how much harm does that do? I mean, does, does faith, does a spiritual faith lead to more positive outlook, mental health balance and and that kind of thing? Or is it just, is it just me? I think, well, what I, you know, what I said earlier is, is hope. I kind of classify it all as, as hope. As long as you have hope, as long as you have something to look forward to, you know, like, it doesn't it doesn't have to be necessarily like someone but you know just something to believe in yeah a concrete thing to believe in and i think that's the problem with a lot of people right now is they don't have concrete things to believe in you know because i feel like once hope is gone what what point is getting out of bed in the morning you know what i mean right like if you have nothing to hope for like that's that is really rock bottom and it, well and it, Ro- just, it sucks people take advantage of that yeah well and robert makes a good point we now have secular spiritual beliefs i mean you've got uh, without getting too deep in the weeds with politics the progressive left is almost a belief so i mean you look at now with with the vaccines for example trust the science we're not allowed to question anything or or offer up alternatives we can't talk about you know, vitamin D and exercise and lose weight and, and live healthier. We have to talk about the vaccine and that's the only thing. And it's it's this it's this idea that you must believe in this secular thing over here, money, government, politics, person, whatnot, Beyonce, and a belief in something higher, something something greater than the state, is not allowed. We're not even allowed to talk about it. People, I mean, not all people, but a large variety, a large group of the population, they want someone to follow because it's easier. You know, in tough times, they don't want to have to make tough decisions. Yeah, and I'm not like I said, I'm not saying everybody's like that. But a lot of people, especially if they've had trauma or tragedy, they just don't, you know, they just want someone to think for them. And they're like, okay, I agree. I'm going to follow them. You path, know, I'm going to go with least resistance. Say. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I don't know how I've maintained, considering all the literal and figural crap that I, I figurative crap I've been through. But like, I don't believe that way. And I part of how I don't get depressed is I come up with projects of my own that lots of times turn into something, you know, and I keep creating and I keep doing my own thing. And that's why I keep streaming. I'm not getting rich off of streaming. I stay because, you know, these people have nothing and no one, a lot of them, you know, right. And at least, at least they're hanging out with me and I'm not encouraging them to go inject heroin into their eyeballs (laughs) or, you know, like, you know, like become cannibals. 
so yeah, I keep doing it. And that's, that's my little way of giving back yeah. if I can, you know, like, well, and, and, you know, it, there is something to be said for be whether whether you choose to be or not there are people who uh, end up being role models and there's a responsibility that comes with that there's a there's a certain amount of you know not necessarily power but you talk about influencers and what they're able to to get their followers to do you know go listen to this music go read this book go watch this movie or whatnot there's a certain amount of responsibility that comes with that. And I think some influencers and some role models don't necessarily take that as seriously as they probably ought to. I froze. You froze. I can still hear you, though. I froze. <laughs> We've been having some Internet issues Damn. here, so it could very well be on our end. Let me let me do something <laughs> here. And do that. There you oh, are. Wait, I can hear you now. There, we there go. you're back. Okay. We're back. I was like, ah! <laughs> yeah, that sometimes happens here. I'm not sure exactly what it is. I think I think our internet router is going to have to get replaced uh, soon. So we've been having some. Uh, my stream's been dropping. Like it, it drops a lot or yeah. a lag. It's all the it's all the supply chain issues. You know, our our new internet is sitting on a boat somewhere in the in the. <laughs> In the ocean at anchor, waiting to be unloaded, right? But I mean, does that does that make a certain amount of sense, though? I mean, this this idea of responsibility, people don't take their responsibility as seriously. They don't. They don't. Maybe they don't even realize how much influence they have over people. I mean, yeah, sure, you've got ten thousand followers, you've got a million followers, but you know, it's it's a weird concept to begin with that you're going to be able to say something and all of these people go and do. I mean, it's just, it's, it's not a, it's not a normal frame of mind to be in that you have that it's kind of power. It's almost a cultist kind of thing. Yeah. You know? A cult of personality type. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well I, I, I remember Rush Limbaugh talking about it one time because a lot of people were, uh, the media especially went after his audience, you know, that whole mind nub robot thing. And he's like, you know, I don't ever tell my, you know, my audience what to do or what to think. I tell them what I think. And if they agree with right. me, great. If they don't, great. I mean, but but there are some people out there who decide, well, yes, we are going to use our our audience as, a you know, a brigade, an attack mob or, or whatnot. But some people don't even realize that they're doing it. I'm, I, you know, you look at what happened with J.K. Rowling. You know, yeah. somebody somebody complains about what J.K. Rowling says, and then suddenly now everybody is attacking her, and she's not included. Did they in the read big it? The, part of me is like, how many of them actually read what she wrote? You know right, what I mean? Right. Like, well, and the irony is this 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 group of people that are attacking her are in that in that generation where I think the only thing that they've ever read is Harry Potter and Twilight. So this takes away their 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 one thing that they can have as a frame of reference to compare all of life with you know I'm like well you know don't get to know your heroes right but at the same time if you read it like she's she backs up her points and she's not being neg she's not being negative 
she's playing devil's advocate. Yeah. But that's another thing people like with satire. People don't understand that concept anymore. They think that she, you know, this is what I but no, she's just asking questions and putting them out there. And it's like you can't ask questions almost anymore. Right. Right. Well, and you, you can't know? and you can't. You know, you're not allowed to. Because you just, get you get labeled, you know, you get you get called a name of some sort, and and then you know they want a memory hole. You, I mean, look at what happened with Gina Carano, and now we see that uh, she was right. History starts to repeat itself. You don't learn from it, so. Like I mean, yeah. I come up with little snippets of you know, like wisdomosity, you know, and if you actually listen to them, they make sense. Like one that I came up with the other day. I mean, sometimes this just comes, you know, and I'm probably not the first person to think it, but I say it and I say, you know, like they tell you, you know, to never give up and and go after your dreams. Yet the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, hoping for the same result. So am I crazy or am I just really inspired? You know? (laughs) I mean, think about it. that's the definition yeah. of insanity, and that's what you know. Don't give up. Do it again. Keep trying. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and you know, and that's one of the things that we we talk about here. Uh, you know, we took a break in 2018. We came back in 2019, and one of the one of the pieces of strategy that I that I brought back to it was this idea of uh, abort or pivot, which is basically you know at, at semi regular times. We would take a look at everything that we were doing, look at the performance of it, look at the you know the measurement tools that we have, and see okay how well is this doing? Is it working? Is it not working? Are people responding to it? And then we sit there and say okay, well, do we need to change it or do we need to mm-hmm. stop doing it and do something else? So we have those moments where we where we are constantly reevaluating ourselves in terms of what we're doing here. But I think that applies overall in life too where yeah. you know like you say you know you do the thing over and over again you expect different results than then you're spinning your wheels but right if you have those points of self-reflection and okay well let's look at what am i doing is it working how can i do it differently and get a different result i, I don't think i don't think enough people do that no because it's easier to keep doing the same thing and just hope. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to be mean, but it's easier, you know? And like I said, we've gotten complacent and the easiest thing is what people go for, yeah. you know? I mean, like it, even as an actress, like auditions, you know, they under a minute and you're lucky if they watch the whole audition. So you better get what is important out in the first five seconds you you better draw them in and make them want to watch that full minute right because i mean there were days like three minutes where you know and now that's like unheard of it's like i don't want to look at somebody's three minute demo you know like (laughs) right i'm serious yeah (laughs) robert says he's thinking about going back to school it's making me miserable i robert i can relate uh secondhand because uh my my son is in the middle of finishing up his high school diploma um he went back and he's he signed up he's decided he's going to go back and finish and it's a challenge for him uh because a, a lot of times you you get into these classes that 
we're going to we're going to do all of this and we're going to get a grade and then never use this information in our lives ever again and that's that's tough for him because he's like what's the point I'm like, well you know it's it says you finished what you started right and, and sometimes it's not necessarily the information that you learn it's learning how to learn and that's a skill in and of itself but you know, Robert, there's nothing wrong with doing things for self-improvement. I mean, hopefully if you're going back to school, it's to do something, you know, maybe maybe to expand your opportunities and and have something better, you know, that that you're working with for your, you know, working arrangement or whatever. Um, well, it sounds like immersion well. classes where you're actually doing hands-on things. Yeah. That's how I learn. You know, it's like... And Don't just make me watch a video. Yeah, and there's something to be said for uh, trade schools. I mean, because you know you yes. learn skills, you learn, and and welders are going to get a whole lot more work than liberal arts graduates. And I they're going to make a lot of money. I know some welders in the union, and yeah, I mean, even on the bottom tier, they're <laughs> like, yeah. Well, and, and, you know, Robert says it's more fun to watch the stock portfolio. That's another thing too. You know, you have to, you have to prepare and plan for the future and have your, you know, I, I have always said, don't put all your eggs in one basket, you know, be in, in, I mean, have various different things that you're involved in, you're invested in and, and doing things because you never know what's going to take off. (laughs) That's what, well, and like, you know, in, especially in entertainment world, you know, people are like, I only do stuff on camera. I only do theater. I only do radio. Well, guess what? I do. I literally do everything. And I've learned. I mean, I'm not perfect. I don't think. But I I get a lot more jobs that way, you know, because I, I just don't say no. Right. And I just do stuff, you know. And maybe you have a preference, but there's nothing wrong with, with doing other things and trying new things. You might find out you're good at it. You know? Yeah. So I say, I mean, I just say like, I, my thing is like, say yes, basically. I mean, not to murder and drugs, you know, but like (laughs) if you have an opportunity and you know, it's weird and it's something you're not used to. Like when I did that, that sport sporting goods show, I mean, I I don't really look like a camper, you know, but (laughs) I went and they shoved me in a, a kayak and, we live streamed it and I was in a little pool. Like <laughs> I'd never kayaked before, but by God, I was doing it as a fairy, you know, like, <laughs> so you learn. And like, when I went to the wrestling thing, like the main event guy came and like, you know, like fought with me on camera, you know, like yeah. you don't, I'm not a fighter, but Hey, I'll, I'll do anything. Like, you know, I'm game. Yeah. I, I, that, and that, for whatever reason, I'm picturing now you in, in the ring, holding up the, you know, the round, you know, being the ring girl and walking around as a fairy with the card over your head. That's, that's a, that's a visual. That's a, you, well, and with Battle Hog, you know, you, you, you and Battle Hog in the ring with the, with the round number. That would be kind of fun to see. So Fay in the fray. That's my wrestling name. There you go. They, well, see, and there's there's a there's a t-shirt, right? You got a whole new a whole new show to to put together. You know, uh, fairy wrestling. 
So the the Twitch channel. Let's uh, let's tell people where you are again over on Twitch. SB the I'm Every just Fairy. SB the Every Fairy. And we do have a link in the notes for anybody who wants to go and watch her streams at night. And uh, we do these fairy pee sessions uh, semi-regularly. We're going to try to do more of them. And if you've got questions for the fairy in, in, in times where we're not live, uh, you can send us an email live from the bunker at sci-fi for me.com. We'll pass those along and address those uh, as we're able. Maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll, co-stream a little bit over on twitch at some point maybe that'd be fun happens, i so. would love to co-stream i've always i've always wanted to and i mean i just warn people ahead of time that you know i i do say 18 and over because my people they're not mean it's yeah. just a lot of them have different issues and also my stream is very international um so like i have like I mean, literally over half of my followers are from other countries, mostly UK based or EU based. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, it's a big chunk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm very I'm UK famous. So yeah. uh, Robert says he'll try to come up with some some fake questions, some some fairy questions. So, oh, well, I'll do my best. I, I make a lot of, you know, people who are deep into like fairy religion. Um, angry when I answer questions. I don't mean to. It's just I'm I'm an urban fairy. You know, I don't live in a tree. Right. <laughs> I wear makeup, you know, like. All right. Well, urban fairy, we will have you back uh, to answer some more questions and dish out some questionable life advice. For all of you who are new to the channel, we do invite you to subscribe. And you can find us in a lot of, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of different places. Uh, there's our mailing address. If you have something that you'd like to send us for a review, we've got a tip jar, a subscribe star account, a newsletter you can sign up with. We're on various different video platforms, lots of social media channels. Uh, some of them are the unmentionables. Uh, you are not allowed to talk about them. So, uh, so there is all of that. And of course, we do uh, want to remind you this Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern. Uh, Good Morning Multiverse, and at 1 p.m. Eastern, Foreign Bodies. And then we get to do it all again next week before the Christmas holiday. SB, thanks very much for being here, young lady. Have fun. <laughs> and thank all of you for being here as well. And uh, again, if you're new, uh, we do invite you to subscribe. Hit the like button on your way out. Feel free to share this or any of the other videos. Check out all of the other videos that we've got. We've got a lot of them. Uh, so uh, there is that. I will leave you with this quotation from Christopher Robin talking to Winnie the Pooh. He says, promise me. You'll always remember you're braver than you believe, you're stronger than you seem, and smarter than you think. And that is something that all of you should remember as well. And also remember there are four lights. This has been a presentation of Sci-Fi For Me Radio. Copyright 2021 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media. 